Thanks for tuning in to Starting 11 on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we debate and discuss the NFL, the NHL, the English Premier League, pro tennis tours, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon on patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Hey guys, it's Justin, aka Hambone, just here to let you know a couple of things that we have going on with the channel. One, we have a Patreon. If you can and want to support us, you can do that. A little as a dollar, you can join the Discord. We also have a merch store where you can get some cool shirts, mugs, and stuff with all of our different shows and labels on there. And thank you for all of our supporters that have already been there with us. enjoy the theme music, Snark, but it does not help my headache. <laughs> Hello, oh, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Starting Eleven here on the Let's Get Ready Network. I'm Adelia. That's my buddy Snark, and that's Snark's band doing the theme. Oh, so good. What a talented and handsome bass player. The other guys, who gives a shit? Uh, uh, <laughs> welcome back to the show. I will say, and I'm going to go out on a limb on this, I will say this is the best football podcast starring a Nebraskan and a Canadian. I dare anyone to find me a better one. <laughs> you, you're probably right about that. You're probably right about that. Uh, we're here to recap that's happened in the past week in the uh, English Premier League. There's been a lot that has happened in the last week. There's been a lot. Some big derby games over the weekend. So uh, I've seen some of it. You've seen some of it. Most, Let's talk about it. it. We've seen most of it. Uh, first off, I wanted to talk a little bit of news, a little bit of news that came in last week, uh, just as the uh, games were, were starting. I think it was Wednesday and stuff like that. Our World Cup favorite, maybe uh, one of the best uh, uh, memories I have from uh, uh, watching the World Cup was seeing how excited you and Matt were when Voot Veghorst scoring for the Netherlands. He's on his way to Manchester United. He's on loan for Besiktas for the rest of the year. He's making like six point. He's making yeah. He's making a bunch of money too. But yeah, alone. Um, I believe That's you can see the reaction. I believe you can see our reaction from the the watch along of that Dutch game. One hundred percent. That crazy goal that Voot Vekor scored um, on the channel in a short. I believe it's one yep. of our YouTube shorts. So. Set piece. No, yeah, he took advantage of those guys. It was, it was, it was awesome. It was against Argentina. Uh, didn't matter. Didn't matter. <laughs> but it was, but it was exciting the, in the, the time moment. It did. At the time it did, guys. Uh, also, swooping in, everybody's neighborhood favorite, Chelsea, taking Joe Felix uh, for some reason. Uh, 11 million pound fee, uh, plus his full wages, which are considerable only yep. till the end of the year uh, it, there's no buy option yep you guys have made some very interesting deals and spent a lot of money this week and well, i'm very glad it was you and not us we'll get to that when we get to the, that match yeah uh yes the, the, yeah turns out 
Uh, Todd Bully uh, isn't poor. He's not a poor guy. No. Or he's stealing lots of money. Anyways, uh, yeah, so we'll start with that first game. Joe Felix making his debut already. He's starting for Chelsea. Uh, and he looked frigging phenomenal. And what a breath of fresh air he was. For and then he got minutes. set off. <laughs> for 58 frigging minutes. And then uh, <laughs> he, he did what uh, Graham Potter described as an attacker's tackle. Spikes up into to Lego. You can see it. You can see it in slow motion. You can see it. It's like Chelsea gets nah. no frigging luck. None ever. Uh, yeah, Chelsea lose, uh, shockingly, 2-1 to one, uh, at Fulham at the Cottage. I think that is the third time in the last 46 matches we've played against these guys. I think it's the first time we've lost at the cottage. I forget how many years they've said. It's been it's been quite a lot. Um, William scores the goal for Fulham, but a class Chelsea man that mutes his celebration. It's like, okay, good on you. Uh, and cool Bali scores a weird goal. With the uh, 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 saws in the in the net, and uh, Koulibaly comes up from a free kick. We actually scored off of a, of a set play, uh, and hammers it in, and it looks like it's safe. But uh, you go to you go to the VAR, and it's clearly like the goaltender was two feet into the net when it goes off his chest, comes back out. But yes, Chelsea score. Chelsea get a goal in the British Premier League. It is unbelievable. The celebrations. But those were short-lived because <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea lives uh, another uh, this uh, loss in the second half. The uh, just poor defending and like Trevor Chalaba had a bad game. Koulibaly, even though he scored, was bad. There wasn't much like Joe Felix was good, and this is uh, yeah. There's just there's a lot that needs to be done with Chelsea. And we have to wait now three games before we can see what Joe Felix can do. We get this guy for how much money we have to wait basically a month to see him play. So, yes, fun. That was awesome. Losing to Fulham. And it yeah, upset my stomach. It upset okay. my stomach. Uh, but we can move on. Like, that happened, guys. That was Thursday. Things have happened since then. Lots of things happened. Including, uh, oh, yeah, big match. Villa, Villa beats Leeds, mm-hmm. but Villa's looking better. They're looking better. They, they are. They're looking better. Yeah. I think they said they've won uh, four of six under uh, Unai. Unai. Emery. Yeah, they definitely got that new manager bump. Yeah, something that Chelsea did not get. Uh, Martinez finally looked more like his World Cup self. I thought yeah. he was uh, he, he, he the guy lets in a lot of goals like three goals yes. four goals at a time. Uh, he looked much better. The the entirety of uh, Villa's defense looked better. Uh, they came back to the attackers. They they were they you know they they were good. They were, you know what do you want for the guys? They're fine. Let's move on because we got a match. Maybe a bit of controversy. But it's the Manchester Derby going on, and right now Manchester's red. United with a big, big win. I was surprised at this. I was happy about it, but I was surprised at this. Yes, I believe you picked City to win. I did. I believe I picked somebody else. Uh, 
<laughs> that gr <laughs> uh, Grealish uh, comes on like a uh, uh, first half that didn't produce anything. Grealish comes on, Foden's off. Grealish on scores within three minutes. But now, have you seen the Fernandez goal? I have seen the Fernandez goal. What is your take? Because I'm listening to a lot of people, and I know the rules change, but I've seen it called the way it was called in this match a lot. So I'm beginning to believe that this is the this is what it's supposed to look like, where uh, as long you can be offside as long as you don't play as the ball. As long as you don't touch the ball, yeah. Right. Uh, now, I was I was sure he touched the ball when I first saw it. I was like, well, this yeah. is, this is insanity. Well, how good of a play by Rashford to leave it alone. Like, I don't that know. That was like, excellent play by Rashford. I, I saw that. I was like, he had to have touched it. He had to have touched it. Yeah, but you could see him doing, yeah, just kind of do the twinkle toes, Flintstone yeah. thing right before it. I don't know if uh, uh, Fernandez is calling to him like that he's there, but uh, yeah. He probably was. Yeah, like, yeah, like Rashford just kept his eyes uh, straight. Now, I think one of the things they say is that uh, – it could still be called offside if you're a distraction for the referee or for the, for the uh, goalkeeper. For the, now, for the goalkeeper. Yeah, right. Um, but I don't know how I think, there was, I think they, I think they do that in the case of you're offside, but you're literally like standing right in front of the goalkeeper and blocking his vision. I, I don't think that Rashford was a distraction to the goalkeeper there because Ederson should have been like, okay, either one of those guys is going to hit it. Yep. It shouldn't have been. Yeah. It should, yeah. Like when you're, if you're going to be calling offside there or whatever, and you're predicting that he's going to be a, a, the, a challenge for the goalkeeper, maybe the goalkeeper should get a different goddamn job. Yeah. The um, the Man City players switched off, though, because they yep. knew Rashford was offside. And they, they assumed... Believed he was offside. They believed... Rashford was goals. offside. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah. He, no, yeah. He was offside, but he never touched the ball. You know, but they assumed Rashford was going to play the ball. That's their problem. When you assume Adelia, yeah, that, you make an ass problem. of you and me. I believe that's from the Bible. That's probably right there in the front. Uh, probably. Probably is. Um, <laughs> but, that's, but they switched off, and that just let Fernandez run onto the ball pretty much uncontested. He, he had more of a, an issue with Rashford being there than he did with a Man City defender, and it was a great strike from Fernandez and yep. a deserved goal. Good goal. And of course, it's going to be Rashford to win it. And of course, what a run this guy's on! Unbelievable. Rashford scored in the last seven games. He scored in every game since the World Cup break. Yeah, uh, I think he. I think you know sounds good, but I think that's eight now on the season for Rashford, uh, which is like you know that. double, double. Anyone on Chelsea? Double. Man City kind of switched off again on that on the Rashford goal, thinking that Rashford was offside. Like yep. that's a an issue that I'd like them yeah. to continue to have. Please is, do. Please do. Yes. Uh, so as the best result that your team could have hoped for uh, yeah. happen, uh, let's move on. Here's I, another. I saw, a lot, I saw a lot of Arsenal fans, though, saying they wish this game had been a draw. No. 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 Why do you wish this game had been a draw? Because Man United would have two fewer points? I don't care about Man United yeah, okay. right now. Man, <laughs> oh, Man City's United. the focus. Yes. Don't Man worry City's about the fourth place team. Out of that game? That, that's, what you, that's what you want. You don't worry about the fourth place team. You worry about the second place team. Uh, yeah. Speaking of highly placed teams, Brighton, seventh in the table now. This is surprising to me. 
not that Brighton is playing well because Brighton has been playing well all season and they've beaten you know teams like Chelsea and now Liverpool. But Liverpool have been atrocious awful. and they were awful. awful in this game. Uh, I wrote down in my notes that that first half uh, may have been the worst performance I've ever seen in the Liverpool team. It's was, it bad. was bad. They're bad. They're bad. And they just couldn't get it together after that. The second half was no, Brighton did what they had to do, just shut them down. Uh, but what an awful 45 minutes of football for Liverpool. And how is Jurgen Klopp still fine? Like, there's like no pressure on this guy. It's like, yeah, like, I, yes, I do come from that Chelsea mindset where you're not doing good, get the fuck out of here. We'll get somebody else in here. But yeah, yeah, these guys just, I don't know if he has pictures pictures of people who owns them who owns liverpool is it lebron james is that who is that the one who owns it well, i don't I think he's remember. the controlling owner but i think he does own part of it what a jerk um yeah i don't know how jurgen klopp is not on the hot seat they're tied with chelsea on points right now and they're 19 points behind arsenal yeah uh that was solely march also i wanted to mention solely march just because uh, I really like the name, but uh, yeah, his second goal there from uh, inside the box, uh, coming away and like seemingly moving away from the, the way the goal was going in to beat Allison was a thing of beauty. I really like that goal. Yeah, Soli March, Danny Walbeck with a goal too. Oh, oh my March, they said in what I was watching, had scored like six goals or something in 150 appearances, and then he had two in this game. Yeah. And he, he played well in their last game, too. Uh, he's been playing well. Like, good for him. Uh, and that new coach, uh, you know, took those players that a certain manager put together and has uh, done pretty well with them. Much better yeah. than that certain manager. But now we're – yeah, I'll get to that when I get to that. I'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Get to. Uh, Everton, Southampton. Oh, boy. The toilet bowl, guys. We got the oh, 19th yeah. place team against the 20th place team, and Neverton scores first and frigging blow it. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. this this was not good for Everton at I all. I tell you what, uh, that James Ward Prowse, holy hell, he, he can hit a free kick. What a free kick! Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Pickford just didn't even move. move. When they get relegated, because I still think Southampton is getting relegated. When they get relegated, uh, somebody will probably snap him up because he's, he can, he can definitely, he can definitely play and he's definitely better than pretty much everyone else on that team. Oh yeah. Yeah. He stands head and shoulders. Like this, it was James Ward Prowse against uh, the few guys on Everton that bothered to show up. That's a, yeah. But Everton had a bunch of good chances. They should have scored. There's just no finish. There was no finish to them. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's too bad. Uh, but, you know, this is a friggin' toilet bowl. Who cares? We'll move on. Uh, next. How about Nottingham Forest? Another win. 2-0 over Leicester. Uh, and Leicester had their chances in the first. But uh, uh, Forest do what they do. They score on the counterattack and they win at home. That's all they do. Yeah. And that's not uh, surprising to me that Nottingham <laughs> Forest won this game. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, the way they played over the last few weeks, like they and, and they're playing at home. They got that win on the road 
last week against uh, was it Southampton, I think. Uh, but it's still a win. Um, but they beat Chelsea, or they came back to tie Chelsea that game against Southampton. They win this one. They're on a nice run. They're now 13th in the table, so they're starting to move up. They're not in the, you know, everybody in the relegation zone is within about five yeah, points of each other. But, points of each other, yeah. yeah. But they're in 13th. They're in a good spot, especially for Forest, a, a newly promoted club and stuff. I think they're doing quite well. Uh, yeah, but Leicester has been poor. Leicester has been terrible. And, uh, Leicester's uh, been awful is, this season. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, no, they no quality in their finishing. Uh, their midfield's been okay. Uh, defending's been poor. There's just yeah, there's no confidence. You can see on their you can see on their shoulders. You can see in the frustration and stuff like that. I recognize that from Chelsea strikers. So yeah, uh, there's a there's some work that needs to be done over in Leicester. The foxes are on the run. <laughs> you don't even get the joke. God damn it! All right, uh, <laughs> let's go on. Wolverhampton versus West Ham. Wolves are on a nice little run. They got a, a new manager bump as well. Yeah, these are two teams going in completely opposite directions. Uh, West How Ham much has, longer does David Moyes have? This is what I'm taking up. I can't believe uh, he was at work today. Yeah. Um, I believe the next game West Ham has is against Everton, another bottom table team. Like It'll be the battle of 18 and 19. Whoever doesn't win, I don't think has a job. Uh, which is too bad for Lamps as well. But you have, you know, results. You got to get results. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm shocked that Moyes is still here. I'm shocked that he's still here. It's January. Like, if you were going to bring in anybody, why would you wait? Why are you waiting? You're starting, You're trying to bring in players and stuff like that. It's like, this is not going to be the guy for you to, to run your club, unless you figure that this is the guy who has some kind of long-term vision. David Moyes? Really? But you know yeah. what? As far as I'm concerned, keep him. I hope they keep him there forever. Yeah. I hope he becomes a West Ham institution of always challenging for, you know, championship league titles and stuff like that. Never quite making it. Never quite getting relegated. Just in that nice little four spot. So I think that would be perfect for them. And I never have to see him again. I'll be happy with that. I'll be more than happy. Uh, but yeah, uh, a real good run for uh, for Wolves, and the unfortunate part about them getting screwed over in that uh, in that uh, FA Cup tie, they have to uh, play their uh, play the uh, replay this week. So they yeah. have to play a lot. Yeah, they're I think they're playing is it Wednesday. I believe they're Tuesday playing Wednesday. or Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, which also makes for a crazy schedule for the Premier League where games start Wednesday and Thursday. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate because they're, yeah, and they, you know, they beat Liverpool, guys. They beat it's them. It's Tuesday. They're, okay. they're replay is Tuesday. So the day yeah. this is coming out. Yeah. Three days rest. Two days rest. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's not, really not good. good. And Liverpool's rested because they didn't try for shit. Yeah, Liverpool. Did nothing. Yeah. Not a great uh, <laughs> debut for Cody Gakpo. No. In that Liverpool game. No, nobody did anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, everyone just kind of running around watching everything happen. I get it. Yep. I like it. I hope they keep it up. Uh, Brentford. Again, Brentford's an eighth spot. The Brentford Bees. Brentford's this doing well. 
Unbelievable. Uh, they just get positive results. Uh, Senesi, what are you doing? Uh, an awful, awful tackle on Ivan Tony, grabbing him, bringing him down, holding him, and then the yeah. uh, uh, Nato gets a yellow card because he won't stop arguing about it. It's clear as day. What's he? What yeah. are you doing? Uh, incredible, incredible. Not not great. And uh, Tony's uh. I like Tony's little soft run up or whatever, almost more like a walk. But wow, when that ball leaves his foot, it is a rocket, no problem. And uh, before we stop talking about this one, just a quick note about that cross that Josh De Silva sent over for Jensen's goal. Oh my goodness, just right on. Just the vision to see him coming was incredible. Yeah. Good job, uh, deserved a deserved result for Brentford. Um, yep. Now, I get to talk about something happy. I get to talk about something <laughs> happy. Okay. You know, you haven't been doing that much lately, so. No. Uh, uh, Kaladu Koulibaly uh, replaced on the starting line by uh, the young freshman, Benoit Badiashil. I think that's how we saw it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and he looked pretty good. Uh, our defense is getting younger and younger and younger. And I think that's the vision for the club moving forward. Uh, Trevor Chalaba um, had a much better game when he was on. Uh, Your defense has to get younger because it can't get much older. Well, yeah, but still the oldest player in the, on the pitch is still the best player on the pitch. That's Uh, true. Tiago Silva. Tiago Silva. How do you, what did he hit three, uh, those two headers and then the, and then the striker, whatever, in the box or whatever, that they made a nice save on. But that was Thiago Silva up there getting all those chances. Like, yeah. and it's like two back-to-back headers. Oh, my gosh. Um, Havertz scores from a header. Havertz scores from a header. What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> I was so surprised when I saw this. I was like, Havertz? Okay, first off, that Havertz actually scored. But with a header? I was very uh, confused. My mind was blown. Of course, he also missed, I think, two. <laughs> he mm-hmm. missed two headers in that game. Uh, but how quality, quality pass by Aziz to put it in the spot or whatever. And Havertz just out-jumped everybody. Uh, it was almost like the the Crystal Palace guys who just had their feet stable to the turf. Nobody moving. You can see Havertz is like like a torso above everybody. He was, he was good. Uh, halftime. There was an unveiling yep. of Chelsea's new number 15. Mm-hmm. Milo Mudrik is now yep. on Chelsea or 88 million pounds. It's about 108 million Canadian, 100 million American or so. Uh, man of all of 72 games for Donetsk. I yeah. believe in his career he has eight goals. But yep. when you see the talent that this kid has he does have talent what he can do with the ball and his incredible speed now they say in 20 yards mbappe is the fastest in the world but more than 20 yards is this kid they really love what he can do that speed with the ball and as being a midfielder that attacks on the right side, he has a uh, you know no one competition in front of him. Oh, oh wait, we have tons of competition there. But are guys like Raheem Sterling gonna make it out of this window at Chelsea? You know what? Probably because he makes too much fucking money. 
Yeah. Oh my God, we have too many of these guys. Um, but that's fine. We'll. Uh, he'll fit in, and I can't wait. I can't wait to see what a attacking front looks like with Mudrick and uh, Joe Felix. Uh, should be incredible. And you can put uh, you can put Mudrick all over uh, the line. He plays left, center, and right. Mm-hmm. So excited by that shot. Um, I believe Arsenal offered the same money, but Chelsea was just willing to put more up front or something like that. And that's yeah, what it came something down like to. that. Yeah, I'm uh, to- like, like I am totally fine with us not signing him. Yeah, like an absurd amount of money, if you ask me, for a, him. Yeah, he's very talented, but it's absurd. And uh, I, I'd rather us not go against the club policies and the way that we structure things. Uh, just to sign this one player, there are other really good players out there that we can sign, and I'm actually also totally fine if we don't. So, you guys are in a good position, of course, uh, yeah. and you have and a really tight locker room. That's all you keep hearing is how tight this locker room is. Uh, it would have been uh, tough even for Mudrick to come in making the kind of money or whatever, and then you see other guys that yeah deserves that kind of money just not having it. It, it might it might put a rift in there. Um, is he the kind of player that you guys absolutely needed? Uh, no. N- no. Guys could use a striker. Uh, we'll see what happens. You know, there's still a I There's still plenty of time left in the window for us to yeah. bring in someone. But, like, I have seen Arsenal fans who had convinced themselves we were signing Mudrick just completely distraught over this news that he was is now a Chelsea player. And I'm just like, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy that we have him. I'm happy I don't have to pay him. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I'm I'm really interested to see what he can do, and he's going to start uh, Saturday against Liverpool. So it won't have to wait too long. Um, mm-hmm. and before we stop finishing this match, I give this man shit a lot, but Kappa is absolutely the reason that we won this game. He was fantastic. He made incredible saves when the – like Crystal Palace getting off shots that they shouldn't have gotten off, but he was there. He made, you know, tip over the bars and push things wide and just tight and close saves. He, he, he played very well. Uh, Kepa Arizabalaga is my man of the match for Chelsea's win over Crystal Palace, a place mm-hmm. built for a world fair or something like that in the 50s, 1850s, that is. Uh, next. Yep. Fulham plays again, this time against Newcastle. This and game was interesting. It was interesting. It had one of the most interesting things I've seen in quite some time happen in it. So uh, Mitro- the uh, Mitrovic penalty? The Mitrovic penalty. And he's back. He's back from suspension. What is it? Five five uh, yellows or something like that? You get suspended. Something like that. So he's back. He missed the Chelsea game, which they didn't need him. So we'll get right to it. Um, uh, kind of a questionable call i think in the corner uh for a penalty i thought he went down really really softly uh but anyway it doesn't matter uh go to the spot mitrovic said mitrovic almost automatic almost automatic uh some kicks the ball gets in no problem it's a goal but wait and one of the weirdest things i've ever seen he kicks it off his plant foot yeah, it still goes in, but he kicked it off his plate. So it's a double on, hit. 
yeah, double hit, and it's a, it's a free kick to uh, it's a free kick to Newcastle. Uh, now, good on the players for surrounding him, saying like, no, 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 that went off his foot. Like, who would have even been paying attention? It's all the players just watching his feet. It's crazy that I don't know if it made a yep. sound that they could hear or something like that, but they just went to it right away. It's like double hit, but he like, come on. So yeah, uh, the Mitrovic goal is out, and then. Uh, Newcastle, like in the 89th minute, pulled out. Um, who was it that came off? Isaac. Isaac off the bench scores in the 89th minute to take three points from Fulham. Um, New- Newcastle's just putting together wins. Not against Arsenal. Not, Not against, against Arsenal. Arsenal. Not against they, Arsenal. But Newcastle has still only lost once this year, I believe. Yeah. They've and had more draws than we have. But they've still only lost once this year. Third in the table. They're um, they're very good, Newcastle. They're very good. Uh, I was not anticipating that. No, I don't know if anybody was. It's been it's been so like I I'm trying to think of what's crazier, uh, like uh, Brighton where they are, Newcastle where they are, Brentford where they are, uh, how well Forest is doing, not having to worry about relegation right now. It's yeah, it's been a, a topsy turvy. Uh, state of affairs in the British Premier League. But mm-hmm. we have one more game to talk about. Yeah. Um, now nah, we don't have to talk about it. Let's talk about the uh, next game. No. We're, we're oh. going to talk about the North London Derby. Yes. We'll talk. Arsenal's big, uh, I'll say convincing, 2-0 win uh, at the Spurs, right? There was at Tottenham. At- it was at Tottenham. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yes, because uh, no one wants to sponsor the naming rights of the stadium. Unbelievable. Like, who would want to be associated with them? Uh, okay, let's start. Uh, I'm going to let you go off here in a minute. Uh, that soccer goal, pretty friggin' soft. Unbelievably soft. How Lurie's butchered that was unbelievable. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it came with the run of play. You know, it was all Arsenal. Like, Tottenham did nothing in the first half. Nothing. Zilch. So okay. Saka's Saka's goal, and talk about uh, how uh, how uh, Lloris just butchered it. Uh, absolutely butchers this goal. Oh, it was it was atrocious. Yeah, Lloris's. it's almost like he's pushing his hands behind his head. I, th- I think oh, it boy. took a deflection off Sessegnon. Okay. On its way to Lloris, but mm-hmm. still, Lloris should have saved that easily. Yeah, that should have been a goal. That should have been a goal. That was Edward Mendy esque. In, in that the, was that was very rightly credited. Oh yeah, God. that was very rightly credited as a Hugo Lloris own goal, and not a, a goal from Saka because that goal was that ball was going straight across the net. It wasn't going into the net, so it was yeah. very rightly a uh, Hugo Lloris own goal. Uh, it was atrocious, and um, Hugo Lloris, uh, like uh, the commentators were like, um, he announced his retirement from international football <laughs> this week, and I was like. This is probably why. Yeah, because having a hard time doing it. He's uh, a hard time. Yeah, uh, watch that band fall off his arm very soon. Um, oh yeah. One thing I want to go on first to say is that Aaron Ramsdale was terrific in this match. Yes. Uh, Man of the match. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he was incredible. And then I want to talk about Odegaard's goal uh, from distance. Um, Again, Larice, you got it. Those are those are ones you have to stop. 
he had to stop that. I, I thought for sure Lloris was going to stop that, and then he didn't. It was the second goal, a great goal from uh, Martin Odegaard. This is after Thomas Partey had rattled the post with one hell of a strike. That would have been an incredible goal if it had gone in. And uh, 2-0 uh, in the first half. Uh, it was after 35 minutes. There was a, a snafu with the broadcast. I don't know. Um, if it, They said it affected everyone with the feed, where the feed froze, and we missed about four minutes of the game. <laughs> so I was like, please just don't have something crazy happen in those four minutes. Nothing did. No. But I, I got to see both goals, and um, we went in at halftime, and I was thinking, okay, this is good. I, I will be perfectly happy if we just shut things down and it's 2-0 and we win. But I also want another two, three, four goals to embarrass the hell out of Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, it's always nice at home. At always home. nice. Always yeah. nice. Um, the second half, Tottenham actually showed up because mm. they didn't in the first half. No. And um, they played Off a little bit more. Tot, tot, I don't know where to, what the hell is with Tottenham, but their slow starts. You could tell. I thought at the beginning of the match they were like trying to be like, okay, we're not going to get off to a slow start again. And Arsenal just was like, no, you guys are are not. It's in their heads. It's in their heads. Yeah, um, they played better in the second half. Tottenham did, but I thought Arsenal's determination of we are not losing this came into play, and it was a, two different types of halves. Mm-hmm, I thought. Sure. But I think that um, I think that that we were deserved winners in the end. Oh yeah, Ramsdale was like I said, he was fantastic. Um, dipshit Harry Kane with a couple of good chances uh, yeah. in close that was turned away. Yeah, uh, f- full marks on the win, full marks for shutting down a Tottenham team and reminding them that, uh, like even at fifth in the table, they're not worthy of it. They should be way back, probably relegated. Yeah. Let's uh, have a campaign to get this, them relegated. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. I wouldn't mind it, but I don't think that's going to happen. This is the first time we'd won at Tottenham since 2014. Wow, which is insane. That is we'd never, insane. We'd never even gotten a point at this new stadium. Oh my god! You have to go yeah. back to White Hart Lane. We did. We would. Yeah. Um, and then after the match, uh, Richarlison being a dick. Gets in Aaron Ramsdale's face, shoves him in the head, which I don't know why there's nothing happening to Richarlison for that. I'm sorry, that's Bullshit. not appropriate or or good for anyone to do at any point in a game. I don't care if the final whistle's blown or not. Ramsdale goes to get his water bottle and his towel by the side of the goal, and a stupid fucking Tottenham fan jumps the barricade kicks him in the back and then runs like the cowardly bitch that he is. No security going after him. For him. No, sec- no, no security. security no security him. was running after him at all. Um, and they're they're hoping, they're asking him to turn himself in, which is <laughs> not going to happen. I'm sorry to tell you, Tottenham, that is not going to happen. They're also happen. working, they're also looking at CCTV footage and all of that stuff to, to find out who this person was so they can, they can give him a lifetime ban. Yeah, and the, but like just come in wearing a f- fake mustache or something. Yeah, like, like you should like this was not acceptable in any football pitch, any teams, any anything. But uh, the fact that the stewards just stood there, they just the fucking that, stood there. The fact that you can get that close to an athlete yeah. is concerning, uh, yeah. in light of even like things that happen in uh, South America and Mexico and stuff like that. It's yeah, like. Uh, very concerning. Uh, obviously, Ramsdale was a little t- 
miffed about a that little. and yeah. yeah like hopping up and down angry it's good to see uh, <laughs> there's some fire there and stuff like that but uh um like okay earlier this year uh, tottenham's manager and chelsea's former manager <laughs> both got yellow cards for handshaking each other angrily yeah how richarlison hasn't gotten a yellow card for pushing Ramsdale in the face yeah, it's beyond. ridiculous. It was after the game, it's yeah, ridiculous. that's when the handshake happened. Was after the game, unbelievable, unbelievable. The kind of shit Tottenham gets away with for what? They're not winners. They do not win anything. They do not win anything. Yeah, it, this what is kind ridiculous. Of they, they get respect. What for? What kind of respect? Respect for doing fucking nothing. No, I can tell you no that. one, no one should respect Tottenham. I'm sorry. This this stuff was such fucking bullshit. Yeah. And uh, I was so angry for a while after that game, even though I, I shouldn't have been, you. because we won. You know, I'm not an Arsenal fan. I will. I have no problem admitting that. Uh, but even I was like, "This is horseshit." Like, I hope Arsenal get. I hope they get a measure of revenge against these guys again. And I hope they make it worse. I hope they make it worse. And then somebody can go down and punch Larice or something. I don't care. <laughs> we'll see what it's like over at the Emirates. Well, well we, we've now completed a league double over Tottenham this year, so I'm very happy about that. Yeah. Uh, anytime you can take points from uh, uh, your your biggest rival, uh, yeah. it's a huge deal. And the fact that you guys hadn't done it in eight years or won in Tottenham in eight years is still mind-blowing to me. That's mind-blowing. Yeah. Unbelievable. But you guys did it. Uh, okay. So that's it for the week. Now, so we are now eight points clear at the top of the table. Yeah, bananas. It's, it's crazy. The, the results, everything seemed to fall your way. I guess uh, the Newcastle win it wasn't uh, uh, fantastic for you, but it, re it, it really it, doesn't it, move the needle for you guys. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't really. They're still in third. It, it might it might do some uh, uh, switching up between uh, second and third at some point. How about Man City? What's happened to them? They I don't know. They aren't scoring like they could. Collins not scoring not like he was. Not defending well. Uh, well, they were always that kind of team or whatever. And, like and, defense and, is a thought, but yeah, Pep Guardiola has now said apparently said that the uh, the title race is beyond them. It's not. No, that's a, not. That's a motivating thing. That's a that's totally a motivating thing. Like nobody yeah. should pay any attention to anything that Pep Guardiola has to say about the title race. I do. I think that the. Uh, that Arsenal are going to win the championship this year. I do. I think they'll win the, the premiership. Uh, but there's a long way to go. And there's a long knows, way to go, and anything and if, if not, If not City, look at, watch out for not, like, not, watch out for Newcastle. They've been just, and, the quality and there as much as I hate to, As much as I hate to say it, Man United's right there, too. So They're playing very well. Uh, yeah. What a difference. What a difference five months can make, because when we started this show, they were a joke. They were an absolute joke. And they have, they have come back from this break for the World Cup without Ronaldo and been so much better. Yeah. Uh, I think Ten Hag uh, has gotten rid of a problem he had, not even just for the room, but just for his lineup and like the pressure to play him and stuff like that. The yeah. pressure is gone. And, and you can see with results like with Rashford and what he's being able to do and stuff like that. So. 
Unbelievable. Good job by Ten Hag, another guy who I slagged repeatedly this season, but I can't say anything bad about them now. And what a run, like what a run man use on. And I think Tottenham's going to fall. It's going to be, yeah, the next, uh, I believe this is what the, the 19th week or something like that, 18, 19, because of the weird, the weird way, the, yeah, the weird way things have been uh, pushed around. Uh, We'll see. Uh, But that's what we're about halfway through. I will say one of the funniest Twitter exchanges I saw about the North London Derby was someone tweeted out uh, about Arsenal being really good, who was clearly a Tottenham fan because his, because Tottenham was literally in his username. And uh, somebody responded to them. How much uh, time and uh, money did it, it take Arsenal to get to how they are now? And somebody responded back to him, uh, less than what Conte spent. That's <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, the front three that we played in this game, because two of them were Academy kids, uh, cost us $6 million because that's all Martinelli cost us. I think Chelsea has spent more in this window than every other team in the Premiership combined. I think you're right about that. I yep. think you're right about that. And most Anyways. of them aren't starters. But <laughs> uh, let's go on. Let's move on. Guys, move on. we're going to wrap things up. But before we do, uh, we like to do a little bit of predictions. We like to do some predicting. So last week, well, the week before, uh, Yours truly got the living piss and shit kicked out of him. My good old Adelia. I believe it was 9-1 or 8-1 or something like that. Was wow. Yeah, you beat the shit out of me. But this week, your hero comes storming back. Big win. Uh, you did fine. You got five. You got five. I got nine. Nine out okay. of 11. Yeah. So I was quite I, happy I honestly that. don't care because we won the North London Derby. <laughs> Listen, how dare you? How friggin' dare you? Uh, we got matches starting on Wednesday because of this weird, this whole weird outfit we got with the FA Cup replays. Uh, so we got Palace and Man U on Monday, or sorry, Wednesday. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's gonna be Man U, no problem. But what do you have to say? Do you think Palace yeah. has it in? No, I don't think Palace has it in him. I don't think Palace has much in them anymore. Now, this is going to be an interesting match. It's the Thursday match. We got City hosting Spurs. I, I think City. I think City wins this. I do think City wins this. I City just. I can't. Spurs, Tottenham are so awful in the beginning of games that I just don't see how City doesn't win that. It's going to be a battle of. Who really wants to win? Because City has been disappointing. Spurs, they never play the first half anymore. So City scores first. If City scores first, I think the Spurs win. If the Spurs score first, I think City wins. But, ugh, I'm gonna, ooh, this is tough. I'm going to say, you're right, I'm going to say City as well. Liverpool, Chelsea. Oh, uh, man. Oof. I'm going to say this is a draw. I don't trust the way either one of these teams are playing right now. Yeah. Um, we can't score. They can't score. We can't really defend. Neither can they. It's a battle of attrition. But 
you know, how dare I if I don't choose Chelsea in this? To go to Anfield and get three points would be fantastic for this club. God damn it, I hope they do it. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, it's really a battle for ninth place or eighth place. I think uh, Liverpool and Chelsea are tied on points, but uh, Liverpool has ninth because of goal differential because Chelsea can't score, and I think they're only plus one now in the goal differential. Uh, Bournemouth and Forest. Important for Forest here. On the road. I'm going to say Forest because you're right. They have had a pretty decent run of results lately in Bournemouth or Bournemouth. Yeah, that's exactly right. So I'm taking them as well. We got Leicester and Brighton. Brighton. I'm going Brighton as well. Southampton versus maybe an improving Villa. Maybe an improving Villa here. Uh, Villa. Well, they've definitely been improved. Yeah. Can they beat the Saints? Do they stumble here? Is this a stumble game? No, I'm going to take Villa. Now, another, yet another toilet bowl. West Ham and Everton. Jobs on the line, maybe. Jobs on the line. I'm... I'm going to go for a draw. Ooh, okay. I just don't see either one of those teams having enough to win a game, even against each other. Everton has some quality guys. Like, West Ham is West Ham. Like, uh, like I really like what Damari Gray is doing in Everton this year. I think he's really talented. Uh, gosh darn it. I don't want to say Everton wins, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to say Everton beats West Ham. Okay. Uh, hopefully saving Lamps' job, but who knows? I think, yeah, like I said, I think a poor result on either side and someone's getting sacked. Um, yeah. Palace, Newcastle, shouldn't be Newcastle. a problem, I don't think. Yeah. Newcastle, especially with Palace playing on Wednesday and then again on yeah, it's playing a tired Saturday. Spot. Yeah. Uh, Leeds versus the surprising Brentford Bees. Uh, Brentford. Yeah, Brentford's going to win. Uh, Leeds shows nothing. They can only beat teams like Chelsea. So we're going to. Yeah. City play their second of the week. But also playing a second time this week is Wolves. City. At the, yeah. At the, uh, City has too much depth of a squad. They could rotate enough. Now, if Wolves, Wolves win. Don't. If Wolves win. If Wolves win, I'll be ecstatic. Yeah. That's, yeah they've been. Yeah, they've just been playing so much better. But, yes, I am going to go City. Now, to wrap up the week again, another marquee matchup is your Arsenal Football Club. Versus Manchester United. You guys are at home. Emirates Stadium. I have to go Arsenal in this. I have to. Even though Man United beat us at Man United earlier this year. That's why that's why I'm cheer I'm gonna choose Arsenal as when as well. I think uh I think your guys are gonna serve up the revenge on the Red Devils. Uh yeah, it's a I don't see you guys losing are losing many points at home for the rest of the season. 
yeah. you're especially not this one with the, when you have a little chip on your shoulder and the quality of your squad and the way Aaron Ramsdale has been playing. Um, I think he should have no problem handling Manchester United, but who knows? That's yeah. why you play the goddamn games. God damn it. That's it for us. What about the Monday game? Oh, you want to do the Monday game? Yeah, I think that's still that same match week. Uh, ooh. Oh, okay. I didn't do it because we weren't going to be on on the Monday. So what's the Monday game? Fulham and Spurs. Oh, right. Now. I'm going Fulham. Fulham. It's at Fulham. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're going Fulham. It's hard. It, two teams that I hate. Maybe most in the world. I think I say this every mm-hmm. week. And might yeah. switch around the teams every once in a while. But, you know, I can't, I can't say that I think Tottenham can win. I won't say if I think Fulham can win. So I'm just going to pick a draw. That's going to be my draw okay. this week. Okay. Uh, hopefully... The whole goddamn place crumbles down. Everybody dies in a horrible fire. Well, I don't want to wish death on anyone, but. Well, that makes one of us. Yes, it does. Maybe this disease? No. Okay. Fine. They can all live. <laughs> Poor week. Okay. Fulham and Tottenham both get to survive yet another week. Ugh. All right. That's fine. Okay. Um, we will we will not be here next week because Snark will be out of town. Um, but we will be back in two weeks with another show recapping uh, this next week's action and the week after that too. Some I suppose. Some depending on the result. Depending on the results, guys. Well, we'll we'll at least touch on some of it because there's a lot that's going to happen over the next couple of weeks. Yep, and um, still more news to come. There's transfer windows wide open. Things are still moving and shaking. Uh, Todd Bowley probably still has $500 million to put down on pieces that he doesn't he need. He has but spent so much money, and he gave Mudrick such an insanely long contract. Mudrick has scored I, eight goals in his entire career. Eight. Yeah. But we just gave him $88 million bucks. And yep. signed him for eight years. Yep. It's crazy. It's un- <laughs> That's how insane. If anybody is wondering uh, about the fair play rules, this is how Chelsea's been getting around it. They pay teams out an incredibly high amount of money up front, sign people to long contracts. That's how you get the uh, that, that I don't understand how that makes it okay. But I don't know. I sure. Don't know. I wish it didn't. Um, I, w- I wish there was some more fiscal responsibility here with this club. I wish they would uh, take their time to know their players a little better. Uh, I wish that if they were taking in these players, that they'd get rid of some of the ones that aren't doing much. But it doesn't seem like anything's moving around right now. Maybe Jorginho moves. Maybe. maybe. Uh, yeah, because one thing that Chelsea doesn't need is midfielders. But maybe we don't need him because he has been a drag on this team. He's like an anchor. Uh, and Gallo Conte coming back hopefully in a couple of weeks. Hopefully. Fingers and toes crossed. Okay. 
Well, um, in the meantime, even though we won't be having a show next week, uh, Matt Munoz and I will be doing a watch along of Arsenal versus Man United on the LGR Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv slash LGR underscore network. Uh, that is Sunday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific. Uh, join us for that if you're so inclined. And we might do one for the Arsenal game the next weekend as well. I don't know what that is off the top of my head. Ooh. Uh, I just figured out that Matt Munoz and Adelia Chamberlain are going to be calling another Voot Fag Horse game. We are. Another Voot Fag Horse game. Worth it just for that, guys. It's worth it just for that. I think I'm turning Matt into an Arsenal fan. Ugh. Another one. <laughs> Worse. It's great. Um, <laughs> in the meantime, Snark, where can people find you? You can find me here. On uh, the starting 11, uh, hopefully soon, uh, LGR After Snark will be back uh, with Danny, the show we do on weekends. Most well, some, we'll say sometimes. Uh, it should be more regular, but we'll get to it. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter, I guess, uh, at Snark Yeti. Uh, guys, not an interesting follow, I can tell you that. Mostly just liking and tweeting things from LGR Network, which you can follow as well. Uh, that's basically all I do on Twitter anymore now, too, because I hate it, and I hate the updates to the app, and I can't ever see tweets from anybody that I'm actually following, so why am I on there? Um, uh, you can follow LGR on Twitter, though, at LGR underscore network. Pretty much everything we do gets tweeted out or a link to the show or something. Um, you can also join our Patreon, patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. A dollar a month gets you into the Discord where you can hang out and talk with us about pretty much anything and everything, sports, movies, TV, whatever. Um, there's almost always someone in voice chat to come in and say hello if you join. Um, and uh, we will be back in a couple of weeks. Until next time. Bye. Bye.